It's going to be a great intro. Okay, Owen Davis founded Layfield Property Management in 2016, having a passion for creating a win-win outcome for everyone when it comes to property investments. As a child, Owen's passion for property commenced when he would spend days playing with the buy, sell, lease and grow your property portfolio game of Monopoly. Instead of playing to win, he represented all 10 possible pieces on the board and ensured that everyone playing won in the property investor game. Owen and his team at Layfield have continued this client-focused planning approach. They specialise in looking after investors, working with their clients, especially to grow their property portfolio across the Sydney metropolitan and southeast Queensland areas for both residential and commercial property. Their goal is to have their clients in the top 10% of property investors in the country. And they currently have 30% of their clients are in the top 10% of the Australian property investors. Andrew Jeffers is a client and he said, I never used a management company before. I thought I could do it all myself. What an amazing experience and team. They took away all my stress, remnants calling me, fixing insurance claims. I would never manage a property again myself. Nothing but praise for Owen and his amazing team. Thanks again. And if you ever wonder what Owen is having for dinner tonight, you'd be amazed to learn that his partner, Melissa, documents all their delicious looking meals on Instagram. So be sure to follow them on Insta, What Owen Eats. Look it up, What Owen Eats. So thank you, Owen, for sharing more about us and uh, five, five roles for the property investor. Owen, right. you have 10 minutes Thanks. for your presentation and Chris will remind you after eight. Great. Thanks, Chris. And I, uh, and I uh, think you had a spy there to help you with that. It's, um, uh, yes, Leafield did start uh, as a brand in 2016, but I actually started um, in property management in 2008. So it was during the GFC when I was, when I was still a mortgage broker. Um, that I decided that uh, I wanted to diversify my business. A lot of my clients were already property investors, so it was a natural fit for me, for me and my business. And it was in 2016 that we rebranded when I uh, stopped being a mortgage broker, uh, which uh, some here might uh, agree was quite presumptuous of me in a, in a good way. Um, but um, it's uh, that we created the brand Leafield and we expanded in interstate, uh, firstly Queensland and then a couple of years after that into Victoria. Uh, but thanks, Greg. Next slide. So I'm wanting to talk about um, the five roles of the property manager because obviously we're a little bit different to your average real estate business that does property management. And uh, the one role that we make um, pivotal and different to most other property management businesses is the central role of the portfolio manager. And this portfolio manager is the one that communicates and reports um, to everyone involved with the property being the owner and the tenant and anyone that needs to attend the property. And then there are uh, five roles either within that portfolio management role or who also report to the portfolio manager. So next slide, thanks, Greg. And these are the separate roles um, that we've broken into and where it's really role specific 
and we'll go through each and every one. But um, specifically, uh, want to point out that the portfolio manager is a a senior, experienced person who uh, receives all of the information, who then reports back to to the owner. And after they have all of the information uh, reported to them, and they're able to uh, then uh, decipher that information and make sure that things are actioned in a way that supports the property owner and gets the result that um, makes everything both in the short term and long term just work. And that's what it comes down to communication and reporting. And that's the main difference between our model and a lot of other traditional real estate business models out there. So we'll go into each one. Thanks now, Greg. Leasing and inspections. Now, this is the main role that is on the ground. It's really the only role. So when you break it down, three quarters of uh, all of the work involved in property management is done either over the phone or on a computer. So leasing and inspections includes opening a property to prospective tenants, conducting ingoing, outgoing and routine inspections, including the preparation of reports, as well as handing over the property to new tenants. And this is how we're able to operate the way we do across multiple areas, geographic areas, including interstate, as uh, while still being able to provide a seamless communication uh, process. So thanks, Greg. And of course, anyone that's doing the, those leasing inspections, they will report back to the portfolio manager who will then uh, communicate with any uh, tenant issues as well as uh, communicating to the owner. The other major role of property management is repairs and maintenance management. So this involves communicating between owner and tenant regarding repairs and maintenance requests, organising of quotes with trades when necessary, and following up on work orders to ensure completion of work authorised. And this is where a lot of people get frustrated, both tenants and owners, um, with property managers when they don't know what's going on. Um, they're not hearing back about um, where a job is up to. And yes, of late, we've had a lot of issues with, with rain and flooding. And these things can carry on for long periods of time. Um, and where people might think and, and yeah, no, no the, the term no news is good news is, 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 is not very accurate in, in, in our role um, because um, no news, um, people assume, is bad news. So, again, everything that happens in that repairs and maintenance management, and that could be a job just on its own um, and, and a specialist role. So having to deal with trades and so on, but they always report back to the portfolio manager before decisions are made and then uh, is, is then communicated with the owner and tenant. So thanks, Greg. Next slide. And then we get into some of the more um, niche roles, which a lot of people don't realise um, the work involved that property managers do. Um, it's... And, and, and this is where um, uh, 
if you had a legal degree, um, this is probably the role that you would do within property management. Um, rent arrears and tribunal management. It's about making sure that, yeah, daily monitoring of rental and invoice arrears are, uh, and issuing notices when necessary. And all of this is bound by legislation of when things need to happen and when they have to happen and, uh, and documenting the whole pro pro process. Um, because then there's the preparation and submission of paperwork with applications to tribunal and then attendance at tribunal and administration of the results um, because it's uh, once we have the result, we need to have it followed through. And this process can, uh, with some cases, can go on for months. Um, we can have uh, documents that can be hundreds of pages um, uh, in thickness and yeah, where we, where we have folders and folders of evidence. So, but that's worst case scenario. The best result is always never going to tribunal, just like any solicitor and lawyer here would say, um, the best result is never going to, uh, never going to court. So, and again, the, any, anyone that's doing this role specifically would always report back to the portfolio manager because they're the ones that control the communication and the relationship with the client especially. So um, thanks, Greg. Compliance and risk management, a role that goes hand in hand with the, uh, the previous role as well, but could be one that is standalone as well, where identification of potential hazards with property and advising the owner. Um, as property managers, we are bound by um, certain pieces of legislation to make sure that everyone involved um, with the property is protected by law. Um, and uh, yeah, regardless of whether it's in the best interest of uh, our clients or not. Um, and that includes organising of water and smoke alarms and swimming pool compliance certificates and keeping up-to-date records of applicable insurance policies for each property um, to make sure that uh, all properties are, are safe and habitable um, and, um, and, and also just general maintenance uh, which can cause more costs in the future. Thanks, Greg. And the last role, which um, a lot of people uh, think is um, uh, the only thing that property managers tend to do, um, is receiving of rent and processing owners' bills into the system, um, managing of bill payments within due dates, um, uh, releasing of payments to suppliers and payments to owners at the end of each month. And again, this is this is a role much like a, a bookkeeper's type role uh, or an accounting type role uh, to make sure every, uh, uh, everything balances, everyone's paid and, um, and, and it's all done on time. Um, and it's, again, something that um, uh, by law, we, we need to have it balanced and uh, we are audited every year um, to make sure it all works. So, uh, and this person also, again, reports back to the portfolio manager who uh, is the one that holds that communication and relationship role with, um, with everyone involved. Next, thanks, Greg. 
Now, where do we do this? And, and, and this explains how we're able to do where we do it. Um, Queensland, we, we now operate in 59 suburbs in southeast Queensland um, and um, ranging from at the top in the Sunshine Coast, down through the Gold Coast and out to Ipswich in, in the west. Next slide, thanks, Greg. New South Wales, which is where we started in the biggest state, is we're in now in 93 suburbs. Now, these pins aren't quite uh, uh, accurate in terms of uh, geography, but um, uh, it's to the north, we're in Newcastle and Hunter Valley, so up in Maitland, that's probably the furthest north. And we're down into um, the Sutherland Shire and out west to um, Penrith and Campbelltown. So we're all through the central coast as well and right across Sydney Metro. Thanks, Greg. And in Victoria, we cover all of Melbourne, Melbourne Metro, and uh, that's our newest state being in there for only a few years. And um, uh, but it's um, growing nicely. So we we have a mixture of staff as both casual and, and part-time and full-time who are on the grounds, and that's how we're able to operate with that central communication process as well. Thanks, Greg. So three states, 176 suburbs um, and growing. Um, I get asked occasionally if we're going to uh, go into other states and the plan is yes, um, but it's um, down the track as needed. I think we've got enough geography covered for um, a, a lot of investors at this stage. Thanks, Greg. So our ideal clients, uh, any property investor who owns between one and three investment properties who want a, a better experience with their property manager. But our ideal referrers, um, we work with other professionals within the industry, buyers, agents, property, project marketers, mortgage brokers, accountants, and financial planners. Um, but our ideal partner referrers are real estate sales agents. And that's where we work with um, agents to help them um uh, build a rent roll for themselves um either as an asset or something that um uh, with a as a referral um, relationship and because we don't uh, don't do sales necessarily ourselves we're able to refer back to them um sales as well so it's um that's why it's an ideal um partnership um and i think that's uh, our last slide thank you any questions I believe David has a question, but if you could help me by raising your hand or using a little electronic hand raiser, uh, that would help. But I haven't worked out how to use the little electronic hand raiser. I, must say. <laughs> I know, you send me an SMS. <laughs> so I, I'd like to know, Owen, normally there's a local agent involved in some way. Um, why would I drop the local agent and go to you rather than uh, the local agent? No, good question. Thanks, David. It's um, uh, the, the difference between, well, it's not a matter of whether the relevance of whether an agent is local or not to your property anymore is really, it, 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 it's just irrelevant. Um, as long as you're on the internet uh, to be able to find a tenant, that's the main thing. Um, besides that, we're usually 
working with the local agent if we need to, if, and we employ staff on the ground um, to, to do all of those leasing and inspections as well. So the main thing that you need to be looking at is whether a property manager works for you because they're able to communicate and report to you. That's, the, that's what we always get um, as the reason why someone's looking to change. So if you're wanting to find a property manager, that you, you want to know that they can, they can report to you and communicate with you well, regardless of whether they're local or not. Thanks, David. Thank you. Look, um, I, I agree, and I, I think that puts you ahead of all the rest. Your, your reporting is, is superb. It's easily understandable. It's basically edible, and lots of reporting. You get these reports, and you have no idea. It's like looking at a different language. It's superb. Thanks, David. Michelle, you have a question. Yes, um, Owen, thank you. Just a question around the legislation being different in New South Wales, Queensland and Victoria. Yep. How do you overcome that? And, and I suppose it's, a, it's almost on the same sort of um, question as David. Like you, have, you obviously have local people in each area. Yeah, yes, but it, it, it's, it's um, not something that's in practical terms on a day-to-day -day basis. It's very similar. Um, there's there's not uh, there's not much that is different on a day to day basis. Um, even in New South Wales, when you know our, our senior property you know portfolio manager has been in this industry for thirty years, um, there's always cases where um, they need to call fair trading to ask questions. So whether it's in and obviously we're licensed in every state, so. Yeah, we 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 we've gone through the the, the basic training of of, of um, what needs to happen, but it's it's simply if anything needs to be clarified, it's simply um, um, getting in touch with the fair trading in each state to be able to ask the question. And there's always a, a, a curly question in property management that um, you've never been asked for after, even after twenty or thirty years in in the, in the business. So. Um, but it, there, there, there certainly are differences, um, and uh, I'm actually being interviewed on a on a podcast tomorrow afternoon talking about the changes in in um, the Victorian legislation for that will be easier on tenants. So um, that'll be an interesting one. Yeah. Oh, and I have a question, if I may. Sure. Given the wide variety of services that you provide and the skill sets associated with all of that. May I ask, in order to help me help you by generating referrals amongst my client base, what are your fee ranges, please? Our fee ranges? Um, yes. our, it, it's uh, actually, that's a, that's a good question because it was only last year that I, was, uh, I came up with a, a standard um, rate of, uh, of um, management fees. Um, because we we work with properties that are between 200 a week and 2,000 a week, and obviously um, you can't have the same percentage rate for that. So what, we have a, a hybrid model between a fixed rate and a percentage, where we have a, a percentage management fee of 3.95%, um, but then we have a fixed monthly admin fee of up to $49 per month. So as the property 
uh, becomes a more expensive property or as rents increase, the actual rate that we, we um, earn um, has a uh, decreasing effect, if that makes sense. Yes, it does. Thank you. That helps me because I can uh, use that in my referrals of uh, potential mm. clients to you. Mm. Uh, Jackie, you have a question. Uh, yes. Uh, so, uh, Owen, great presentation. Um, so with the real estate sales agents, what type of sales agents? Are they independent sales agents? Are they already part of um, an established firm? So, so what type of sales agents are you meaning here? Um, so I'm happy to talk to any sales agent um, um, who is wanting to um, uh, build something for themselves um, and who would work with investors a lot. Um, so we work with um, many property marketing um, companies and providers um, that work purely with investors and they're, they're, um, they might have off the plan brand new units or townhouses, um, house and land um, across the three states and we work with them down to your individual local agents um, as well. So it's, um, we're always happy to have the conversation. And, and sometimes they just want a referral relationship for the, for the odd property or they want to set something up for themselves for, for, for the future. So um, it comes down to a, um, the individual. As we all know, sales agents are uh, quite the individual. Owen, thank you for a fantastic presentation. Thank you for the questions from the group. Uh, we must move on with the meeting. What I would like to suggest you do if you either have an investment portfolio of property or you know of people who do, please book a one-to-one -one with Owen, get to learn a little bit more about his business and that way you can refer him with confidence onto your friends, colleagues and clients. Owen, thank you again for a fantastic presentation. Thanks,